Hey everybody, Jim Sammons here, and welcome to the Kayak Fishing Show Live, brought to you as always by Ballast Point Brewing Company, the makers of my favorite beer, Sculpin Grapefruit. Cheers to y'all. Uh, good stuff. Of course, brought to you by all our other great sponsors, Seaguard, Jackson Kayak, Warner Paddles, Standard Horizon, Yak Attack, Sigla Reels, a band of anglers, Raymarine, and Coquitat. So please support them because they support us and allow us to keep doing this. Um, I wanted to ask everybody, I put up this uh, discount the other day um, for the uh, ACR Artex uh, personal locator beacon. Uh, I talked to them and got the 10% uh, discount. I'm kind of curious if anybody has taken advantage of that. Uh, unfortunately, about a day after I arranged this deal, because a gentleman uh, died kayak fishing in, I believe, Australia, and it kind of prompted me to try to, you know, talk to them and see if we could get some kind of deal, get more people using this device. And a couple couple days later, a young kid at 19 years old uh, died kayak fishing up in uh, Northern California this week. Uh, another just sad situation. I nobody's really clear what happened. Um, he took off in his kayak, supposedly had his PFD on, um, and the pictures that were up, he was wearing a PFD. Um, but his kayak and his PFD were found together and, uh, he was, uh, he drowned. Um, I heard from another gentleman who said that it was pretty snotty conditions. Uh, the guy was wearing, um, rubber boot waders, which we don't recommend. Um, usually if you're going to wear waders, you definitely want the lightweight breathables with a stocking foot. Uh, those rubber feet can be a little bit heavier. Um, but speculation is maybe he got dumped because it was so snotty out and uh, took off his PFD to try to take off the waders if they filled with water. Um, you know, it, and again, it's all speculation, but it's a super sad situation. You know, maybe having a, a VHF radio on his PFD, having a PLB, that personal lo locator beacon, uh, while he was hanging on to his kayak, he could have gotten help. So super sad. So um, again, we we came up with this deal. You, the discount code is on that scroller going across the bottom. Uh, you have to buy it directly through acrartex.com. But uh, the personal locator beacons, you can kind of see it in that picture. I always forget the direction. Right there. It's that yellow thing on my PFD right there. Uh, so they're really small. Like I said, it's about the same size as this little camera. Um, so it doesn't take any room, but that thing could save your life. And, you know, this is an opportunity to get a little bit of a deal. I think it was 10% off and free shipping. So, you know, if you're an offshore guy, or you're somebody who goes remote, you know, these will work on land as well as out on the water, but it's a, it's a great device. And, you know, we just want people to be safe out there. Like I said, they, they are not a sponsor of my show. This was just something I arranged because I'm passionate about safety in the sport. So anyway, uh, on to bigger and better things. You can see the announcement behind me. We're super excited about that. 
airing on Fox Sports beginning this Saturday. So that's that's a big one, man, uh, to, to move over to Fox Sports Network. So if you hadn't heard about that, uh, check your local listings, but it will begin airing. Our show will begin airing on Fox Sports uh, uh, next this this coming Saturday. Uh, so again, we're very happy. So anyway, um, really excited to, for the guest I have on here today. Uh, we had a great time shooting this episode. Uh, we saw part part one of it last week with Jameson, and it, this is the part two of the beard versus hair challenge. Uh, I gave up the results last week, so we already know that I lost and had to shave my head. But uh, the cool thing about this one is that we got to fish with one of the the old, guy, old guys of kayak fishing. He's been kayak fishing probably as long as I have. Um, he's been guiding for a super long time. His guide service, slowrideguide.com. Uh, he guides kayak fishing. He also guides on boats. But more importantly, he's a, 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 a just a hoot to fish with. Tons of laughs. We've known each other for years. We'll bring him up now. My friend, Dean Slowride Thomas. How you doing, Dean? Oh, man. Good. Always a pleasure to be with you, man. Thanks for having me on today. No, I, like I said, it's great to have you on here. The, the thing is, I would have fished with you on our show a ton of times if I could, except we were always in different brands. You know, I, I was always in ocean kayak and you were in wilderness and then... I switched to Jackson Kayak a few years back, and you're still with Wilderness. Were you like their first pro staffer? Um, <clears throat> I was very close to the beginning. I mean, that was way back in the day. And really interesting, you know, we both had a lot of great projects that just kept us busy on our own home turf. And the rare chances that we did get to fish together was always awesome. But yeah, yeah, during those times, we were very supportive of our brands, what we were doing. And man, we were both fortunate, you know, to be in some great locations and trips supported by those guys. Uh, and even yeah. though we were doing our own thing in our own place, we were growing up together. And it's been 18 years I started full time um, in the same location that I'm at in Aransas Pass now. And it's a special place. It, you know, before we get to the episode and all that, and honestly, I have not watched this since it aired originally. So, uh, you know, I don't remember all the where's and all, but I know it was an incredible day of fishing. Um, and it was something that I had never done. I'd gone red fishing, but I'd never really been out on those tailing red fish and just seeing them. And that just, that was when something clicked with me is like, I get it now with these reds. It was so cool. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, um, we came behind some storms. You guys had relocated because of some stormy weather up north around Galveston. And yeah, it was a big question mark on how the fish were going to react that day. And we had a good time. Yeah. I I don't know. What is it? I, I don't hunt, but you're like uh, buck fever. What do they call it when you get all shaking <laughs> when you're going to take yes. the shot? I had that experience on these tailing reds on one in particular, which was a big fish. And like I said, that's when I really got it. It's like, this was so cool. I mean, it's a special place. I mean, you've been, you've been guiding there a long time. Yeah, it's an incredible place. We have endless, vast, ultra shallow flats that are great for side casting. And when people see that tail, when they see that fish before they even make the cast, their knees start shaking. I mean, you really do get the adrenaline flowing when you see the fish. 
That's the thrill of side casting. And I tell people all the time when we're creeping up on the fish, I'm like, let me be nervous for everybody. You just make the cast because you can sense that. I mean, the anticipation grows and then you got to make the cast, you know? Um, yeah. And, and I, I said, I, I, I got some fish. Um, I think Jameson struggled this day uh, for the, the first part. I don't remember exactly. Like I said, I haven't watched it in, in forever, but I know even there can be challenging those fish when you see them, it, they have the final say in what's going to happen. Part of the thrill of it is you see that fish, you stalk it and you make the perfect cast and it still is up to the fish or whether you get your head shaved or you get your beard shaved. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, exactly. <clears throat> well, this day, this, <clears throat> as I recall, this day gave me a chance to kind of catch up to like, I might be able, but he, he, he beat me hands down. I mean, cause he had, he had variety. He had the biggest fish. He had the numbers. I mean, I I was going down no matter what. But and I don't know, I don't know if we explain it in this episode, but the one thing like I said about that buck fever, we had cast a plenty of tail and reds and we had caught several fish. And then I saw this one that it, its tail was like both of my hands wide, comes up out of the water. And that's when I got the buck fever. And I made this line drive cast into the tree behind it. And I'm like, oh man, I just threw that rod down, grabbed my other rod line drive cast right into the side of the head of the fish and just booms gone <laughs> right that's not an uncommon it, it was pretty scenario. crazy not an uncommon scenario it does happen. oh deep kind of uh dropped off there for a second looks like looks like we're back we back that's the uh, the wonderful thing about streaming, and, and there's so many people streaming nowadays. I think it's um, like pinch, it's pinching the hose. The internet <laughs> is a crowded place this afternoon. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Well, let's say hello to a couple of people who are, are watching uh, JD Fishing, watching on Kayak Fishing Tales, our YouTube channel. Thank you for watching. I appreciate it. Jose Eduardo Rodriguez, thirsty dude. <laughs> Cheers. I always got my beverage. Uh, and, and here's a cool thing, Dean. We get viewers from all over. Andrew McGarvey watching from Northern Ireland. Wow. Excellent. I mean, that's so cool. And I, I always enjoy that. And we have Jose watching from Puerto Rico. Great fishing and, in Puerto Rico. Oh, I, have you fished over there? Uh, it's on my list to do. I have friends that make it down there often. I've seen the pictures and I've heard the stories. And yeah, yeah, we've I been there. It. We've been there four times. <laughs> Right. And it's it's amazing. It's a great place. Uh, we were actually scheduled to go back there this year, and um, because of right. well, yes. everything, right. <laughs> yeah, Travel we issues. had to cancel it. So uh, hopefully, we're gonna um, get that rescheduled. Dave Fowler, thanks for joining us. I appreciate it. Tommy, how you doing, man? I appreciate you joining us. Dave Neal, the shack. I have no idea what that's about, but oh, your that's, place is the shack, right? Yep, yep that's, okay, that's I forgot. <laughs> David Neal, he he's in Aransas Pass, um, a regular, right? Awesome, right, awesome. My neighborhood he, from the neighborhood. I think you might know this girl. Uh, <laughs> hey, Gary, that's the president of my fan club. <laughs> president of my fan club, right there. 
Uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, you guys look like you're uh, your great uh, little partnership there. Oh, man, nothing but a good time, dude. Okay, well, we got a bunch more comments, but I, we need to get this episode rolling, and uh, we will be back uh, for the commercial break. So, oh, I guess I should bring it up there. I'm so excited. I get to fish with an old friend of mine, Dean Slow Ride Thomas. This guy has been in kayak fishing a very, very long time. And if anybody has a chance to fish with Dean, you just got to do it. I have my good buddy, Jameson Redding, and Bird's Nest. Jeff Herman is here with me, too. We're going to go chase. And you got to love fishing with Jeff. In Dean's backyard in Arantes Pass. We're going to make one day out of it so hope we're going to do good and then we're going to make a four-hour run up to galveston to see if we can get offshore Jackson Kayak's Kayak Fishing Show is brought to you by Jackson Kayak. One family, many waters. Seaguar, always the best in fluorocarbon, braid, and monofilament fishing line. Yak Attack, leading a revolution in kayak fishing accessories. Mountain Khaki, live life untucked. All Pro Rods, feel what you've been missing with All Pro Rods. And Hook One, everything you need to get out there and hook one. This week on Jackson Kayak's Kayak Fishing Show, Jim Sammons is hooked up with friends Jeff Herman and Jamison Redding to fish the coastal waters of East Texas. On last week's episode, Jim and Jamison decided a fishing competition was in order and the Beard versus Locks Challenge was born. Well, basically, um, the last time we saw Jamison, I think over some cocktails, some uh, banter started going about uh, this upcoming trip, uh, about who was going to outfish who. And, of course, then some other instigator had to jump in with a bet. Um, and that was that um, whoever caught the most fish, most variety fish, biggest fish in combination thereof, um, the loser had to uh, remove some hair. And for me, it's this long hair that my wife loves. And for Jameson, it's the beard. So we've got a little challenge going. I'm rooting for me. Jameson built himself a hefty lead from day one, claiming most fish, biggest fish, and most species. And Jim has been struggling to keep up. Not only in this this competition that we've got going on, it's not just about numbers of fish, 
but it's also different species and largest fish. Day one, he already had me on largest fish and most fish. So, but it's all the same fish. So I'm hoping uh, that I can make up for that uh, day two. And um, first cast, I think he made, he had a trout. So now he's got two species and I'm like, no. <laughs> uh, my, my hair is just like hiding. <laughs> I'm already scared. Um, I mean, because I'm in trouble. I mean, he's got species numbers biggest already. I mean, day just right there at the first cast of day two. Um, but, you know, never wanted to give up. Just keep trudging along. Kind of spread out a little bit. And I hear, hook up. Uh, that's a sound you'll get sick of hearing. Hook up. And that's exactly how Jameson sounds. I mean, I, I, I don't mind losing. If you got to lose, you got to lose. But I don't want to get destroyed. <laughs> I got destroyed. Destroyed. <laughs> Hi, this is Jeff Herman with the Kayak Show. <coughs> I wanted to talk to you today about the Jackson Journey Kayak. It's a decked kayak or sea kayak that I use for fishing. The cool thing about the Jackson Journey is the length and width of the kayak make it very fast and efficient. Do you get to water. fish with Jeff very often? That likes to go um, not as much as I want to get there to. quickly. We the Jackson to Journey together, is a great platform. As one of the fastest boats uh, that Jackson has along, in their lineup. You know, and it's great for fishing. Had a couple when of you big set these ideas up for fishing, it can be done very lately. simply. I throw a couple rod holders on Watching the back. The show inspires I have a rod holder on the back as well for a light, a 360 light. You have some he, he's a lot front. of fun to fish you with. You mount stuff up front, remember to be I, careful I, It's been, not been a few years, but... Uh, this one is just oh, yeah. a camera mount. I never put it He's gotten so busy with his business and everything. Um, but it's a great way to Jeff get out Herman of the water. I went on uh, one the thing I can tell you about the deck kayak and the kayak kayak tournament to Florida together. Uh, is that the, the one where you had to paddle and get markers? and? No, it was the original Extreme Edge tournament where they had okay. a series. And so they had it going on in Florida. We put a team together from Texas, and they actually invited me to join with Tom Stubblefield, Jeff Herman, Shane Michi, uh, and there was um, Tim, Tim Lewis was another one. So, yeah, the very first trip when we loaded up from Texas and went to Florida to fish a tournament, uh, Jeff Herman was there. Oh, that's awesome. That yeah. is awesome. Like you said, always a lot of fun. Original, I mean, that whole that yeah, whole group of Texas in Texas, I mean – yeah. uh tkf exactly. um, i mean just That's that was one was of the say. that was one of the first really big websites i mean we had ours in here in california yeah. there was some on the east coast uh new england and stuff but and then texas was was one of the big big ones originally it was texas kayak fishermen before there was any social media that was our gathering place the saltwater message board it just went crazy started from about a dozen guys that were there and it grew um, and it's still alive on Facebook today. It has evolved into what it is. But yeah, those first guys were some of the most adventurous, most motivated kayak anglers I have ever seen. We traveled. I mean, we got together and went to the craziest places just to explore and discover um, everything we could find. I mean, we spent 10 years of just driving around the country, fishing in the coolest places. Most of it was the Gulf Coast. Texas, Florida, um, a few trips out to the Carolinas. Um, but yeah, um, those guys were at the, at the, at the leading edge of all that. And we all paddled. Yeah. 
for the love of it. Just and yeah, yeah. Back then, everybody cared how much a boat weighed. What kind of paddle did you use? There was efficiency issues and and such as that. That has kind of left the marketplace now. But um, I, I still love to get together and talk about you know those days. And I would love to see the part of it um, come back to the industry. I would love to see paddling. Um, it, it it it's not going to replace pedaling and everything else. But it is, it does have its place in the food chain. Oh. I, I love an efficient boat with an ultralight paddle and minimal gear. Uh, it's just my philosophy. Oh, I, I love it. Um, oh, the, I, I made a comment uh, during one of our live shows recently. Is like back in the day, you you were probably in a Tarpon 160. I was in a Scupper Pro. Uh, Scupper Pro was 14.9. I think it weighed 50 pounds. I think it was actually like 49. Right. And and the right. funny thing about it was we're like, these things are awesome. If only they could make them lighter and they've done nothing but gotten bigger and heavier. Right. <laughs> it is, it is, um, it has evolved in a, in a direction that um, it, 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 it encompasses more anglers. I think that the, uh, the comfort factor allows more people to get into kayaks um, but there is a high performance one out there. You know, I like a boat that's like a knife edge that paddles, you know, really fast and just paddling pleasure sometimes, you know. Yeah, I, I love the paddle. And, and that's what I always say is one thing the peddlers will never understand is glide. Yeah. Glide, sure. a boat that glides through the water is such a wonderful thing. <laughs> yeah. And we could start a debate that would just rage forever. <laughs> exactly exactly so with that let's let's run the episode <laughs> all right important that you get a couple extra pieces of equipment those extra pieces of equipment that you need are a pump to get some water out if you do take on water additionally a dry sponge is really helpful to get some of that water out when you're out on the water and you get water over the side um, in the winter you can keep warm with the spray skirt down here in texas we rarely have occasion to use those uh, if we go offshore, we do use the spray skirts, but I don't recommend that for novice paddlers. That would only be for advanced paddlers. It has a little bit of a learning curve for the stability, but stability is learned, and that's something that you'll overcome very quickly, and you'll feel really comfortable inside of it. That's the Jackson Kayak Journey. I highly recommend you check it out. When we return, the guys hook up with top kayak fishing guide, Dean Slow Ride Thomas, for an incredible day in Aransas Pass. The Kayak Fishing Show is brought to you in part by Jackson Kayak, one family, many waters. Learn more at jacksonkayak.com. Well, we kind of uh, jumped in before the uh, the commercial break there, but actually what we were talking about is very, what Jeff was showing right there was, I mean, of course, Jeff was a tiny guy, but, uh, you know, fishing out of a touring boat. And, um, you know, you don't That's always been his style. He, is, he has always been a fan of that. Yeah, it's mean, just been Jeff's thing. Um, yeah, a paddler, um, a true paddler for sure. Everett Shorts uh, has a shark ever tried to eat your kayak? <laughs> no, not personally. Uh, I'm not going to say it hasn't happened. Guys here on the West Coast have been hit. Uh, thankfully, nobody's been hurt. Uh, I actually saw a video earlier today of a, a gal paddling. Uh, you know, talk about a fast boat paddling a really fast boat, a surf ski. Uh, I think she was in Australia and she has video of a, a shark hitting the back end of her boat. 
So yeah, it can happen. That's why I'm a big proponent. If you are in real sharky areas of the uh, shark shield, it, it does work. I've seen it work, but uh, yeah, it, it's, it's pretty rare, but uh, you know, that's why we, I see people with stringers of fish hanging off the side of the kayak. You know, I always say, you know, if you do that, you're just inviting unwanted guests. Do you guys have much of a shark issue at all? Bull sharks or um, anything? Um, yeah, yeah. They will attack stringers. It's not as bad. <clears throat> the one time that I seen a shark actually bite a kayak was in North Carolina. It was one of those flat days where we went out in the Atlantic Ocean and a good friend of mine um, hooked a shark. And it wasn't a big shark, but as it came up to the side of the boat, as he was going to land it, he grabbed the tail and it turned around and it just bit the side of the kayak within about two inches of his leg. And we learned about a very valuable lesson that day. Just don't touch the shark. As long as it's, <laughs> as long as it's swimming around, it can't hurt anybody. But yeah, when you bring it to your boat, it's like a, a mad dog. And he just turned around and I mean, took a, we got a, a still shot out of a video of that those teeth just clamped on right next to the side of the kayak. So I think it was intended. I mean, I think the fish turned around and actually intended trying to protect to bite itself. The first thing it saw. So, well, and, and you got to know your species because some sharks can turn on their own body and they can bite. If you're holding onto their tail, they could bite your hand. Other sharks, their body won't allow that. But so know your species. <laughs> um, yeah, that coast of North Carolina, whew, that's shark city out there. I mean, you would watch them swim around during the day while you were out there. It was a little um, little unnerving for me from Texas boy. <laughs> uh, Marty Mood says, two bona fide OGs watching y'all from Sydney, Australia right wow. now. Hey, Marty, thanks for watching, man. Cool, dude. Marty goes way back, man. He was one of the original TKFers from the um, um, the Air Force or the Navy. I guess he was a Navy pilot because he was stationed in Corpus Christi. And that is where I originally met Marty Mood. And he traveled Florida back in the day. He would break away from his duties and make it to the tournaments. Always cool to hear from that dude. Yeah, that's awesome. I love to see some of the old guys on here showing up. We have uh, Warwick also watching from Sydney, Australia. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Um, George rehack watching from rockport texas um here's a very cool one in day ng turkey watching from turkey right. thanks man i appreciate it is there any kayak fishing in turkey i bet there is there's kayak fishing all over the world now it's it's absolutely amazing roberto watching from uh freeport texas cool Daniel Powell was saying, uh, notice the hair is short again. Well, it's actually fairly long right now. I've got, I've definitely got COVID hair. I, um, haven't had a chance to, uh, get that, um, back, um, in line. Maybe I'll just grow it out again and start another bet with Jameson. Uh, you know, and you heard from Freeport there a minute ago, huge, um, community of kayak fishermen around Freeport, Galveston, um, there's just so many people from the Houston area, such huge population and incredible opportunities um, in those areas. So, yeah. Yeah. It we, seems like anywhere there's water now there uh, there's kayak fishermen. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, George rehack fished with from a Jackson journey 14 at lighthouse lakes too. When I met Dean slow ride a year ago, don't need a stinking pedal kayak. <laughs> 
And oh. Marty Mood says we didn't all paddle. Was uh That's Marty? He was Hobie. No, he, he was, was one of the early Hobie uh, guys. Day one, man. He's been Hobie uh, since day one. Man, these are just, we've got a bunch of questions there. Uh, kind of like Alan's board, hard to imagine uh, how much the industry has grown in a couple of decades. Yeah, Alan uh, Pugh had uh, yakfishing.com. And that was that. That was the big forum here in San Diego. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was. You guys had that one. We were Texas, and then there was the a North a East Coast. Um, was it the Tidewater Kayak or TK? Well, there was um, kayak, Florida kayak and fishing Florida. stuff. And Florida, Ky those dudes had their own thing going on down there. Yeah. Every every region seemed to have. Um, its own group. I, your your fan here says every day is a great day with slow ride. <laughs> of course. Oh, one of our one of our very good friends, Camille Null, says hi, oh, Dean. Of course. Hello, Camille. She also says hi, Marty Mood. Yeah. <laughs> Man, we got a few people watching from Sydney, Australia today. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of. Uh adventurous folks out there too man i see the videos and the stuff that comes from that part of the world yeah yeah they got some fish that um definitely a challenge in a kayak oh marty mood says uh new england kayak fishing nekf yeah that was <laughs> that was another one yeah uh, from, uh, paddlefish was that one in florida could have been that might yeah have been i said it's changed because the forums aren't really i mean there's a few forums that still seem to happen um, OEX, uh, Big Water's Edge still has their form, gets a little bit of traffic, but it seems like most people have moved over to the social media, Facebook groups and that sort of thing. It seems there's a lot more of that now. So anyway, I, we really, we could talk all day, man. We're, we're never going to get through this episode. So, uh, and we actually get to fish with you now. This is actually that cool. segment. So let's, let's get that thing. Um, just the highlight of the show right here. Yeah, for sure. This week, we're exploring the coastal waters of East Texas. Jim and Jameson decided to make the fishing interesting with a small side bet. Jim's hair or Jameson's beard are on the line in the beard versus locks challenge. The latest count was 18 to 12. The beard is up by six, but Jim is closing in and there's rumor that the beard is under the weather, that he's, he's performing uh, while sick, so. That, I, I believe that was while with hungover. And storms looming down south, the guys have loaded up the trailer and moved their kayaks to the other side of the front. Old friend and guide Dean Slow Ride Thomas has come to the rescue and invited them to fish his waters in Aransas Pass. I'm really excited. I get to fish with my old friend Dean Thomas. We have talked about fishing together for years and we've never been able to make it happen. And just randomly while we're here in Texas, he was available and we're able to hook up with him. So we're fishing with Dean his lovely wife. We've got Jameson. We've got Jeff. Now we're going to have a great day today. Dean Thomas is a legend in the kayak fishing world. One of the first guides of his kind and proof that the sport of kayak fishing hasn't slowed down Whoa. since it first hit the mainstream. Nice little redfish. Nice, man. Let's go get another one. Little trout. 
I'm a little spook junior. Oh. <laughs> oh, he's back, 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 back. I think it's a little trout. It's all about stealth out here on our flats, especially today. We had ultra calm conditions. Those fish know when we're there. Um, the fish that you're going to catch is the one that doesn't know you're there. So it's all about silence, stealth, being as sneaky as possible, um, picking out a target, being very cautious with getting in position for one perfect cast. Man, I'm glad to finally get one. Jim was creeping up on me just a little bit. A few fish yesterday, a few fish today. Back on the board, so I'm back six ahead of him. But he's closing the gap, that's for sure. That was so cool. You see that, Taylor? Put my cast right in front of him and see him turn and swirl on it. Ripping through this shallow water. He's starting to kick. He's starting to kick. I'm right under my boat. While we were fishing here in Texas with Dean Slow Ride Thomas, I was using a seven and a half foot APR graphite rod, so I had really good castability. I was using a low profile reel, again, good castability. We made hundreds of casts. So on my rod, I had 20 pound cigar fluorocarbon leader. Besides just helping you get bit in the crystal clear water that we had there, the fluorocarbon leader is stiff. So rather than straight tying the braid to the lure, which when your lure hits the water, that braid will sometimes loop and get caught on your hooks. So you'll miss a cast and a potential at a fish because you fouled the lure. The fluorocarbon is stiff, so it stays out in front of the lure better and is less likely to get caught on your hooks. The lure I was using, and this was one that Dean gave me, was the good old standard Super Spook Junior. Walk the dog, top water. It takes a little bit of practice learning how to walk the dog, but this lure makes it pretty easy. What we'd also do, if you'll notice here, is there's a lot of grass at this location that you can get snagged up on. So we removed the treble hooks and switched them for smaller single mustad hooks. That's the gear I was using fishing with Slow Ride. Check it out. When we come back, the gap is closing as time runs out on the Beard versus Locks competition. Will Jameson go beardless or will Jim lose his lustrous locks? All will be revealed. It's amazing how blue that is. Whew, thank you. Jackson Kayak's Kayak Fishing Show is brought to you in part by Hook One. Everything you need to get out there in Hook One. 
So is that um, is that still your go-to Spook Junior with the uh, single hook? Same routine, man. I got six rods in the shop right now. Six Spook Juniors rigged up, ready to go. So, um, I mean, it's the flats that we fish on, like you mentioned in the show, ultra shallow, ultra clear, and they're full of tiny um, finger mullet. So the top water is so effective because it's what they expect to see there. It looks like what lives there. And you're not pulling fish from the depths. If you have a fish that's on those flats, you know, it's going to be two feet deep. The lure is in his face. Plus it stays above the grass. It avoids snags and it looks like what they expect. And those mullet jump. And when it hits the water, it sounds just like every time that lure twitches. So, uh, man, I almost feel bad for the redfish some days. They are victimized <laughs> by the spook junior in a bad way. But I think it's real specific to my area is why it works so good. Ultra shallow, ultra clear. And it just looks like what's there, man. So that, but we do go subsurface with some soft plastics because topwater is a um, fish finder. It agitates them. It's like teasing kitty cats with a string. You get a reaction, but they don't always bite it. So you come behind that with a subsurface lure, and we do pick off a lot of fish that way also. Okay. Very, very good to know. Um, let's see. There was a well, – I scrolled past it. There was a – oh, Marty Mood says, ha-ha, I wonder why he was under the weather. Yeah, like I think uh, he had beer flu. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Uh and we had some pretty crappy weather. I think right after we left you, we went uh, down the coast and just we were supposed to fish offshore, and yeah, instead, we, instead we stayed in and um, had beverages all day. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dylan is uh, from North Carolina, and he loves kayak fishing. Thanks, Dylan, for joining us. Cool, Daniel Powell, good friend of ours. Uh, good to see you're still out at gym, and congrats on the Fox pickup. Thank you, man. We are very excited about the Fox Sports thing. Um, like I said, that's that is eighty million more households than we were in before. Wow. That's that's not a small number, and we are very very stoked about it. Uh, Karen says, "Love this," and I'm a woman from Scotland. Wow, <laughs> God, it's all over. Love it. Multicultural event today. The North Carolina coast, man, the friends I got out there, I can't say enough for that fishing, man. Those, the, the behind the dunes, the bays, the fish, the outside, uh, those boys are girls, boys and girls are blessed with an incredible yeah. amount of opportunity. Yeah. It, some good fishing. Way. We, uh, we fished out there offshore, um, vertical jigging for AJ's and, it was actually, we took uh, Brooks Beatty with us and it was the first time he'd ever caught uh, a true offshore fish and it just handed him his butt. I mean, just, nice. just such tough fish and so much fun. Um, Marty says Spook Jr. works everywhere. It, it, it's a classic. It's a yeah, classic. For, for sure. For sure. Um, but again, your, your thing with uh, switching out the trebles for the single J hooks Sure, eliminated a lot of snags in that. Just those stringers of grass up on the surface. We have grass issues here. People come in my shop and they're like, how do you deal with that grass? I'm like, yeah, you deal with it or you get a new hobby because 
It is part of the, um, <laughs> it's part of what we do out there. The, it just, it grows throughout the year. Boats cut it up. It floats in giant mats. It's just, it's part, of, but it's what the fish love. It's what they feed in. It's where they live. Now I seem to recall while we were there, it was like hunting season or something. I remember a lot of gunshots. Um, we have a massive amount of ducks and duck hunters that invade the same flats. Um, so if it, it's early season, you know, duck season opens around Thanksgiving. It's still very warm. It's still um, very um, summer-like in South Texas. So we're still catching those fish. And we end up intermingling with the duck hunters. Um, and their airboats. And their airboats. Yeah, those, those things are loud. Yeah, yeah. It's a constant um, source of, um, of friction amongst anglers of um, diverse anglers out there pursuing the same um, goals, but interacting a lot. I'm involved with a group, flatsworthy.com. It's um, a conservation-based group, but our goal is promoting etiquette among diverse anglers and understanding what those anglers need and trying to accommodate each other without legislation is the trick. We would I like to not involve the right. local constabulary to deal with our problems. So we're trying to create a, a rule, a guidebook of ethics, sort of, to help people understand that there's diverse anglers that, you know, um, inter, inter, uh, mingle on the same waters. It's just a little, uh, give each other a little space, give each other a little common courtesy. I watched a video somebody posted, um, and I think it was up here in Northern California, I guess some boater didn't like the fact that a whole lot of kayakers are out there and they've got video of this guy doing donuts around the kayaks. It's like, uh, yeah, um, there's, there's no need for people. that. Every day there's more people, more boats, more kayakers, and they're not making any more water. So you can track the population, the fishing population by sales of fishing licenses. And every year the saltwater licenses grow and boat sales, of course, increase. The boats, the flat skiffs are engineering works of art. They're incredible. They're dependable. They will take you anywhere. So every square inch of the bay is pretty much um, has a fisherman in it nowadays. Um, so uh, it's just the wave of the future. We have to learn how to get along and intermingle out there um, and then preserve the fish that we have left. You know, everybody wants to enjoy the same thing and we want our children to enjoy you know, what we're enjoying now in 30 years from now. So uh, it's right. all part of the grand scheme, I believe. For sure. For sure. For sure. Uh, here's a, here's a name out of the past. Uh, Vincent oh, Renando. Thanks for joining us, man. I really appreciate it. Haven't, haven't yeah. seen that name in a long time. He's um, an OG. He's in the OG club. For, for sure. sure. For sure. Uh, Camille saying flatworthy.com. Flatsworthy. Uh, it's uh, are you missing an there. S there, Camille? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Everybody should click on that. Check it out. Um, a group of guys who got together. Um, the first meeting was just pure violence with air boaters and fly fishermen. And we got through that and we have made huge strides. And over it's been about probably five years that the group has been together and we have chapters that are growing. So it's pretty cool. It's, um, it's worth a click. That sounds, that sounds awesome. So flatsworthy. Flatsworthy. Uh, so just add an S in there. Uh, oh, she'll get it. 
Jose says, I hate jet ski. <laughs> uh, well, I tell you what, I used to I used to be a huge hater of jet skis because you we always used to say that anybody who gets on one parks their brain on the beach before they get on it. Uh, and then back in the day, you know, there were two strokes and so loud and buzzing around. Now they're quieter. You know, you still get the knuckleheads on them, but I don't hate them quite as much now that they're not so loud. But if, if it just got to be show some common courtesy, you know, you exactly. Don't, you, you know, give, if you see a guy fishing off of a kayak, give people space. Yeah. Uh, Daniel P Powell had a comment. I trade most of my trebles for J hooks and remove the Ford hooks on Rapala's no fun getting married to a Dorado on the kayak. Yeah. Uh, we had a, when we were shooting one of the very early episodes, uh, our buddy, um, Jamie Pastilli. If you're, if you're seeing musky lures, musky lures are giant oh, and they have giant treble hooks on them. And he got a, a, a musky and it shook a head his head and uh, one of the hooks went through his thumb and he was connected to the fish as it's doing this. And that is not yeah. fun at all. So let's say uh, we, we got to watch this episode. <laughs> let's get let's see. What, let's see what happens next. <laughs> Somewhere there. I'm going to get my hair cut. This <laughs> week. Jim is in East Texas fishing with friends Jeff Herman and Jameson Renning. For four days, the guys have dodged bad weather in their pursuit of redfish, flounder, and trout. Today, they got a break in the weather, and the tailing reds have come out to play. I think if you want to go out kayak fishing here in Texas, you, you have to, if you have the opportunity... You're in Aransas Pass. You, you owe it to yourself to go fishing with Dean, Slow Ride, Thomas, because I don't care if you if he puts you on a single fish, although I honestly believe he will because he really knows the area and knows that fishery. But if he doesn't put you on a fish, he's still going to have you laughing all day. I mean, he is not just a nice guy, but he is such a funny, funny guy. I mean, that, I mean, that's one of the reasons I wanted to fish with him so much is because every time I've met him in the past at trade shows and everything else, he's always had me rolling and just a, a funny, funny guy. And, and whether you catch a single fish, I guarantee you're still going to have a great day. Uh, we're just uh, cruising here on this flat. I've pulled out a few trout. Oh, we've seen some tailing reds. It's pretty exciting. It's the first time I've actually ever seen tailing reds. Every red I've ever had was been blind strikes. And we uh, actually got to see some tailors. That definitely gets the blood pumping a little bit. Throughout the day as I'm missing these redfish and I'm casting to them and watching them follow my lure and short, short strike it and blow up on my topwater plug, I can't help but remember what Dean said that morning as we were paddling out. He said, these flats are full of heartbreaks and broken dreams. And that's exactly what it is. You're sitting there trying to catch this fish. You either mess the cast up or they actually try to eat it, but miss it. They're just not committing to it. And it's just heartbreak after heartbreak. And you just want to keep finding more telling fish. And then when you think you're, you've got a shot, the tail goes down and disappears. And that's what it's all about though. That's what keeps you coming back for that one time that fish finally eats. You see by kind of the twitching motion. And I'm 
doing a short crank. It's almost as if you're pulling it backwards, the handle goes forward. And it's been whipped, uh, I've got three fish today so far, and I've had several blow-ups and one break-off, and topwater's been working, and it's always fun to topwater fish, because you get Frustration. <coughs> For sure. Way longer than I wanted it to take, but finally got the skunk stride up off. It's a pretty little fish, nice hint of blue at the tail, on the tip of the tail. Just a gorgeous little fish, great coloration. It was really cool with this guy was that I saw him sitting in the grass and I actually cast it to him and he ran like five feet, cast it a second time and just placed it just exactly where it needed to go, about two or three feet in front of his nose and I could watch him take it and go for it. It's the best way to catch a redfish when you sight cast to him, it's just an absolute blast. Uh, big huge thanks to Slow Ride Guide Services today for putting us on the fish, good stuff. What I really love about redfish and especially the sight fishing aspect of it is you get into these back areas, these back bays and you're looking for any kind of ripple, any kind of sign that there might be fish there, whether it be some bubbles, whether it be a tail sticking out of the water, which by the way is my favorite. And when they hit in that shallow water and wake off and just water and mud's going everywhere, there's nothing that's more exciting than seeing that happen. When we come back, the score is almost tied and Jim has one more chance to beat back the bearded beast. The Kayak Fishing Show is brought to you in part by InReach Explorer, the only truly global satellite communicator with built-in navigation, including waypoints and routing. So, you know, Jeff, Jeff has fished with us on the show because people always ask why Jeff was on our show so often. And it was always because Jeff was willing to do a lot of the legwork to put shoots together. I don't know why he did it because Jeff was so snake bit on our trips. I mean, we did our, we showed our episode last week. Uh, one of the first time we fished with them, we had gone to um, Montana and he's a fly fisherman. I hadn't fly fished at all. My son hadn't fly fished at all. And we both outfished him. He didn't get a fish till like the last day. So why Jeff likes fishing with us, I have no idea. <laughs> the, the fish. I know always, he can fish. Yeah, the fish always has the final say um, <laughs> in how that's going to work out. So, uh, you know, today is what it is. Tomorrow is always another day. Um, Jeff has been committed to the to the program forever, though, man. He um, he's led some adventurous trips. He's been involved with a lot of cool stuff over the years. And oh, for sure. Yeah, yes. I mean, he put our trip one. together. He put our trip together where we went to Uganda. Um, uh, I mean, yeah. so he, he's a, and he's just so much fun to fish with, um, yeah. you know, and what people may not know also is some of the music that we've had playing in the background was Jeff. Oh, uh, did not know that. Yeah. Some of the, so some of the background music in this was uh, there was a song like happy birthday happy birthday and there's one actually song that he does it it's it's adelaide 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 and everybody thinks he's saying paddling paddling it should change it i know put that on the itunes oh there's actually camille has a story too poor jeff he fished with scott and belize and they battled bees Ooh, they got like they got, they got attacked by dang. bees <laughs> that could never be good 
Well, let's watch the uh, final uh, couple of minutes of the show and we'll uh, get back to it. Best in fluorocarbon, braid, and monofilament fishing line. Welcome back. This week, we're fishing with Slow Ride Guide Service in East Texas. Jim and Jameson's Beard versus Locks Challenge has come to a head as Jim struggles to close the narrowing gap. It's hard to describe really what I love about it, everything about it. It's uh, being immersed in the environment. It's the solitude, the peacefulness, and it's more about hunting fish. You can go in a skiff and uh, you can spend time out there um, going 30 miles an hour across the water and you just won't see the things that you see in a kayak. Um, it's just really about being there and being a part of it. You're in their world when you're in a kayak and you get to see what the fish are doing, you get to see how they act, and you just don't see that from a big boat. <laughs> Smaller fish, but there was a couple of bigger ones there. I saw from a distance, I came up, there was two right next to each other. I got up here, made a cast, and they kind of sank out. Then I saw a little swirl off to the side, made a cast, and I had three fish just blow up on it. And it was hit, hit, miss again. And I ended up getting it, you know, 10 feet off the side of my boat. And then the, the little guy decided it wanted it the most. So closing the gap, closing the gap. Ooh, look at that beautiful scale. Look at that. It's amazing how blue that is. Dean, why? Why? I just want to ask. Cruel. It was cruel the way they let you think you were catching up. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but I just want to ask, just because I was commenting on it right there, um, why are their tails so blue, some of them? Do we know? <clears throat> I do not have an answer to that. Um, <clears throat> I, <clears throat> maybe just the natural um, <clears throat> characteristic of the fish. But sometimes we're they'll be very clear. They're very orange and red to the tail. And then at other times... They have a very distinct blue tip to it. There's probably a fish biologist somewhere that could answer that question better than me. But it may be the diet. It may be the sun. It may be, you know, different things affect them in areas. But it does vary a little bit from straight red, bright gold to blue at times. Yeah, sometimes it is so, so like violet blue. Very, yeah. very pretty. So anyway, I just thought I'd throw that question out there. Let's yep, watch yep. the tail end of this show. Whew, thank you. That was fun. That was just a totally different experience. Never done that. Casting those tailing reds. I can see why that's an addiction, man. Oh, man, it's a fun day. Glad we got to put it together. Uh, been waiting a long time to get out and fish with my buddy Jim. And uh, now that we put it together, hopefully we won't wait so long to do it again. The guys head into shore to pack up the trailer and make a five-hour trek to Galveston, where they'll hope to dodge the winds while staying at the luxurious Avenue O bed and breakfast. So I think with this kind of wind, we've decided today is official uh, rum and coke day. And then tomorrow, the wind is supposed to switch east, and we'll probably head over to Galveston Island State Park. We're going to fish the geotubes for some more trout, flounder. Hopefully, we can pick up a couple flounder over there and maybe some redfish back in the coast. Problem is, if this wind keeps blowing, we don't get out again. I don't get a chance to catch up. One of the pieces of gear you'll see while I was yeah, I around Texas in that big rig <laughs> is the Angle 30 Quart 
dry box cooler. A couple of the really cool features about this uh, dry box and cooler is also that they've integrated rod holders onto it. You can put four rod holders on it. So not only do you have it as a cooler or gear storage, you've got rod storage now as well. So it makes a great one-stop place for your tackle management. As I mentioned, it is a dry box. It does have a silicone seal around the top. So you can keep anything you really need to keep dry in there. So it's gonna be good and safe and protect it from any splashing while you're on the water. I guess it wasn't meant to be. <laughs> Which means I'm a great big user. And my next stop is gonna be the barber shop, unfortunately. <laughs> Oh man. Now where do we are? It's cool. So how short do you think you want it? Just trim on. I mean, you know, something like this. You gotta shave that. Come on. You gotta now. get that thing. You gotta shave that you thing. You got a straight razor in here? <laughs> no, no, no. That was the, I wasn't gonna make you shave clean, so you ain't, you ain't shaving me clean. How about you like on your side, bro? I'll show you like a long clipper, which is like a little shorter than my width of my fingers. Yeah. <laughs> we even let Jameson do it. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> that wraps up our trip here to Texas. We've had a great time. I'm going home a little bit lighter. Join us next week. We'll have another great show for you. Uh, that was good, friendly competition. Buddy. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Get it next time. Yeah. <laughs> That, uh, that honestly was one of the funnest shoots we had done. Um, and when we just laughed the whole time, it, you know, like I said, it was all in good fun. I didn't really care about shaving off my hair. My wife likes my hair long. I like it like that, the short. <laughs> so I, I didn't well, really mind all that much, but I still don't like losing. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's the sting of that. Um, till you get a rematch, you know, you just got to okay in there. One he's he, days. he's got that bragging rights for uh yeah. forever. Uh let's see, we've got a couple more comments we'll get to really quick. Uh Vincent says, Haha, I've seen Jeff slay them plenty of times. Maybe I'll work him too hard before this year. <laughs> yeah, I know Jeff can fish. He's oh. just had bad luck while fishing with us. Um <laughs> that's that's a lot of luck in this game, too, man. I'll take luck all day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, freaking day uh marty mood said uh as, as to the tails he's told it was when their diet is high in crabs shellfish it brings out the blue in the tail we um, can go with I've that. Heard that i've heard that with different birds and the shrimp and the iodine and stuff so <laughs> can neither confirm nor deny that <laughs> and my wife still hurts my uh, heart <laughs> cut my hair uh gene wilson hey gene thanks for joining us i appreciate it and yeah, it is, like I said, I had so much fun fishing with you on this. Always have fun just chatting with you, but to finally get on the water and fish together. I think the only time we ever fished together before was at a Heroes on the Water event. And that was more just helping the guys <laughs> standing on shore and, and that. So we didn't really fish together. So that it was such a pleasure to fish with you. And I, and I still say it, and I said it in the video, if anybody's going to that area, they certainly need to come and fish with you. Cause I mean, I always say if you're going to an area you're not familiar with, you should always hire a guide, at least for the first day to kind of get a good feel for what's working in that area. 
but uh, we would have had a good time whether we caught fish or not. Oh, man. We have an incredible playground here for kayak fishing. Um, a lot of people do that. They come down, want to learn the area, spend a day with me, then venture out on their own. Um, we have a lot of people who come down, you know, for their first time. I mean, still, <clears throat> as long as kayaks have been on the market and as much has been going on, we still have people that come down and <clears throat> do their first trip before they go buy a kayak to learn what they're doing. So the over the years, we have many people that continue to come back and fish with me, but there's still many new people coming to the sport every year that are discovering kayak fishing and they go spend some time out there with a guide who makes sure they're doing things the right way. And then, yeah, they branch out on their own, but our area, my area where I fish, I mean, we are blessed with opportunity from North to Rockport to Goose Island to South to Corpus. There are hundreds of places to launch a kayak and yes, lots of wide open, vast crystal clear, flats with tail and redfish tail and redfish absolutely great, great combination for yeah. a angler. but we're going to pop up a couple of these last comments questions uh chris uh said this is fantastic thank you chris i appreciate you watching man uh camille says uh we need a repeat and i'll get scott Knoll back in a kayak that'd be a blast i, I said we need to uh, because of COVID and not being able to travel, I haven't been able to shoot my show. So we're talking about doing more stuff domestically. So I'd love to talk to you about, you know, maybe we can get another shoot going. Be a lot of fun. It'd be fun to get some of the OGs, you know, get a bunch of OGs out there <laughs> fish with each other. Yeah, we're um, we're old enough to have a reunion now. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually funny is um, somebody posted, you want to feel old? Is I can start, I can tell my friends that I went to high school with this year is our 40 year high school reunion. Mm, yes. <laughs> That'll make you feel old. Yeah. Uh, they creep up on you real quick, but um, yeah, we could do that. Mike, that fish. Um, I fished with Dean a few times. Always uh, didn't always catch fish, but always had a good time. Yeah, exactly. Um, Rex McNamara looking forward to making a redfish trip to Texas. Yeah. Cool. You, you wouldn't, wouldn't regret it. And like I said, if, if you're going there, go fish with Dean. Dean, we are, uh, we're right. Pat, we're actually past it. So, uh, I really appreciate you taking the time to come on here again. I got your website up there. If anybody wants to come fishing with you, he does kayak fishing as well as boat guided, um, trips. And, uh, so if you are going to go fishing down there, uh, contact Dean, Dean. Thanks, man. This has been a blast. Yeah. That hour flew by. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, Always a pleasure to see you, visit with you, talk fishing. I mean, we could go for hours. Hopefully we put something together. We're all stuck here now. Domestic trips are going to be it for the next couple months or so. And uh, we'd love to do something again, man. So you guys have been around since the beginning. Um, have enjoyed every minute of it. Great friends over the years. We've branched out so many networks. It's cool to see everybody visiting from across the world watching the show today. So thanks to everybody who tuned in. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. Couldn't said. Couldn't have said it better. Well, I'll check in with you later, Dean. You take care, man. Peace out, guys. Well, thanks everybody uh, so much for joining us. I, I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. I mean, that was just a ball. Uh, Dean's always hilarious and, and just good to catch up with and also a very knowledgeable angler. Uh, I want to reiterate uh, the deal we have going and I got it scrolling across the bottom. Use the code 
kafish10 at um, acrrtex.com. If you are interested in getting a discount and free shipping on a personal locator beacon, again, this is not a sponsor of my show. This is a deal I put together out of concern for other kayak anglers who have run into trouble. And this is a, a piece of equipment that can save your life. So if you've been considering getting one, if you've thought about getting one, or if you want information on them, uh, acrrtex.com. Uh, and again, if you do want to get one, this is going to save you. It's not a big savings, uh, 10% and shipping, but still, um, you should get one. If you're an offshore or remote angler or outdoors person, it's a great, great safety tool. So anyway, I really, again, I appreciate everybody joining us here today. If you are going out on the water, please, please always wear your PFT and keep your paddle right side up. Y'all take care. Oh, I'm going to fish it.